So, uh, Samuel, how's it going, man? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. It is Friday in our nation's capital. Uh, mm. Let's just say the beast for the east <laughs> has now departed. So, yes, I am good. I am good. I love Last the fact no. <laughs> I love the fact that you answered that question as if you were on like capital breakfast or something like that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for paying me that much respect. Hey, look, we're here today. We're having a conversation, and look, I'm happy to be here. So you know what? It's what has to be done, sir. Mm. What has to be done? Exactly. So um, let's let's cut to the chase. Um, what? Because you do a lot of motivational stuff, right? And how have you, give me the five ways in which you've managed to stay, well, the five ways in which you've managed to stay motivated with it during this lockdown period. Five ways, you said. Yeah, five ways. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. With, with myself, I'm a person what needs to be sort of, like, do something physical mm. on a daily basis. Like one of the things which was difficult in the beginning, especially in the first lockdown, when they took away the gyms, like mm. because I would be in the five days a week, uh, like basically lifting heavy weights, stuff like this. It was mm. like, uh, okay, I managed to get a kettlebell, some resistance bands, and I was mm. doing that on a day to day basis. Mm. And then, like in May, I would, like I sort of went back into my sort of running mode. So for every day in May, I literally ran a half marathon. Oh, uh, yeah. well done. Uh, yeah, so basically 31 days on, half marathon. Then, like, I got, like, some dumbbells and, like, so I was doing that. So, like, basically, one, it's, like, the physical activity because, look, um, for me, I need sort of some physical stress mm. to sort of like go, okay, I'm engaged for the day. Yeah. And, like, basically... If that doesn't happen, I find myself not really firing on the energy levels I normally bring on a day-to-day basis. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's one. So to cut you off, to cut you off there, like so, it, it, it did really, really irritate me when, as you said, they 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 close out the gyms because yeah. gyms are an essential service. Like they really, really are, and yeah. Like, this is the thing. Yes, I would agree with you. Yes, they're an essential service. But, like, look, there are many a person which wouldn't agree with you. They mm. go, no, like, it's a gym. You, mm. Like, you can exercise anywhere. And, like, the whole thing is, like, if you're, like, if you're sort of, like, a three-day-a-week person, what does a little bit of cardio, might hit a resistance machine ever so lightly and mm. everything like this, it's not going to really, like, match up with everyone and mm. i can go yeah if you if that's all you do yeah you most probably could do that stuff at home you could do that in your local neighborhood and stuff like this but if you're a person what really brings your sort of gym workouts you love your gym classes because mm. a it's one it's one way to do physical activity without like sort of just sitting at a machine which might be very boring to people socially like a social aspect so that social aspect and yeah, something which will most probably with that social help on a mental day-to-day basis, just mm. keeping someone sane. Uh, it's like, yeah, uh, 45 minutes to an hour I get in my class each mm. and every day. 
is like my sort of little island away from the chaos of the world. Mm. Take that away from people. It's like, right. And people who don't use the gym don't get it. And look, mm. I'll tell you, that might be many a person in power. And look, and you've got to like, all right, it's their lifestyle. It's like a case of, yeah. They go, yeah, I find it very difficult to get to the gym because I do anything from 50 to 60 hours a week uh, working, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, oh, yeah. But let's be honest with regards to this like situation it, it has a type it really likes and let's just say they're more on the plump side of things <laughs> as um i say nothing else yeah <laughs> but the thing is if you look at the statistics though right it didn't really make that much sense because gyms were not in the top like in like the top well in the top places where it where the germs and the virus were spread it was very actually quite low down because like if you take my gym for example they had all the measures in place. They had social distancing. They had all everything. They had the cleaning wipes. All that kind of stuff was all in place. So it really did annoy me a lot when it got closed. When it got closed. When it did get closed down, because it just seems like they couldn't win. If that makes sense, because they were doing everything right, and yet still they got messed around. Yeah. Look. Don't, like, this is the thing. I, look, at the beginning, first lockdown, mm. say, I can understand the measures, everything like this, because, okay, didn't know. It wasn't mm. like, you know, it, this was a fresh thing, which was just basically, here we go. What do we do? And mm. like, look, and you kind of looked at it and went, okay, government, they did the best they could. And look, when I say, like, all my stuff I said earlier, like, yeah. The government acted the best way they could. And look, that losing the gyms was like, okay, come the second lockdown, I was like, hmm, <laughs> okay, you've get, like you've gathered enough information globally to kind of know what's the situation. And you're like, okay, you've in you've now put in tears and like you're like, okay, now we're in lockdown 3.0, and like we've got the UK variant, the South African variant. Um, is there a Brazilian variant? I There's a Brazilian. I, I tell you what, man. I don't know. I have not watched any news. I only I only watch the news uh, whenever he's going to tell me, just to see when he's going to tell me yeah. if I can go to work or not. Because I just <laughs> find that is yeah. Because I think that like part of well, your people just think your diet is food, right? It isn't. Mm. It's literally everything that you're consuming including the TV you're watching, the conversations you're having with people. And I just felt like if I can just cut something negative from my diet, i.e. the news, I'd, I'd be in a much happier place. And I don't mean to be judgmental, but I'm going to be anyway. I can see that I'm in a much better place mentally than most of the people that I'm around because I don't watch the news on a regular basis. I'm not consuming all the negativity. Yeah, no, but this is the thing. Like, mm. okay, if this was back in the day in the 80s, mm. like, like 70s, 80s, early mm. 90s, perhaps, you mm. got to like the news was like, okay, you had the especially in the evening, it was a six o'clock news, mm. nine o'clock news, 10 o'clock news, and mm. then you had news night. That was it. Done. Now, mm. with a 24 hour news cycle, mm. like, if you 
if you accidentally leave that TV to run and the smoke like they will just repeat, 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 repeat. And God help you if it's like a, a really big news story or a slow news day, because mm. they will just repeat in about half an hour, you'll hear the same thing maybe three, four times. And by all means, look, when you hear that and you've got that funnel of information, it can affect people. Like mm. you might not like you might not go, oh, the news doesn't affect me, but I bet like I bet you when you got the news after about a month of this, mm. we're a little bit more sort of distance when it came to like walking down the street and stuff mm -hmm. like this just in case i don't know with regards mm. to mm, the pandemic uh, the mm. virus like stay away from me and like yeah all of a sudden a few months later when like masks became mandatory yeah people started to get a little bit more shirty if you mm. didn't have a mask on mm. and everything like this so to say it doesn't affect you mm. uh, i could like go back to 9-11 and like go yeah it was a world before that, and there was a world after it. And mm. you could just simply go, right, where like, people more tense, more nervous globally. Yeah, 7-7, seven, seven. were people more tense and nervous in, mm -hmm. after 7-7? Seven, seven? Yeah. Now, like 2020, 2021, like, people are a little bit more, I would say, nervous. I think like, what really needs to be worked on with regards to the new like vaccines coming in and everything changing on that side and right at the end of the tunnel mm. is they really need to, like they really need to go okay this is the number of cases but deaths have been like let's look at how many people have died and look, mm. if that's falling and the cases are falling or even if the cases are high but the deaths are falling it's like oh, okay we've turned the corner mm. it's like because like before this it was like okay Cases were way up high and deaths were like going high as well. So, you know what I mean? So, mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was an absolutely fantastic answer, man. Thank you so much. That is, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't have asked one than that, actually. I mean, and that's what these kind of conversations are for, isn't it? Like just oh. actually just airing things out. Well, you need to, like, this is the thing, like, this will most really tie into one of my numbers. With, like one of the things which has been hard for everyone, mm. everyone throughout globally, wherever they are, that sort of being able to talk to someone, that sort of connection. Mm. And like, this is the thing with regards to, I started my podcast in like 2019, tail end around about September. And like, I was like, yes, do the podcast. It was going to be myself, chat, chat, chat. And I was like, no. I can't just chat by myself. <laughs> my episodes in, I was like, going, I need to talk to people. Mm. It helped me have that avenue to have conversations with other people on a regular basis. Mm. And like, you know, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I can be a very social person, mm. and I can be a person which will be like, going, you know what? I just want to be left alone. As mm. so I get on with my bit and everything like this. But I've been quite fortunate with regards to and the podcast, being able to talk to people randomly around the world on, mm. in, in many different areas. And I think with regards to that sort of conversations with people in your close circle or outside of your circle, 
I think that is one of the things which has helped me be able to do that. I've had conversations with friends and that's been great and lovely and everything like this, but you know what I mean? I still need to have that communication as much as I can be an extrovert or an introvert. It needs to be that way. And if people are like sort of, I'm not really an extrovert, I'm more of an introvert. I'm like, so yes, that's great but you still need to talk to people. And when you get more and more withdrawn, that's when the, like the dark voices can come into play. And oh, that's boy, yeah. people have sadly fallen, like fallen to the subject of these dark voices, mm. uh, to say the least. Have you had any backlash from the conversations that you've had with people? Like for example, Sorry? someone's, have you had like a, a guest on? And then uh, I'm speaking to someone who's kind of gone through this. Like, have you had any backlash from having a converse, uh, somewhat uh, a conversation with a particular with a particular person? Um, no, I have. Like, I uh, I've been maybe quite fortunate. Mm. I have, mm. like I haven't really sort of experienced any sort of backlash. Mm. But like, the whole point is like you got to like. I'm not sort of like going out to like, I'm not highly political or anything like this. Mm. So like, I'm not going, yeah, they're like, I believe in the like the libertarian views of it. <laughs> you Tory people are stupid. And like, you know, <laughs> like, and I said, right. And I can have a conversation like that because like the way I, like the way I see it, like mm. I'm a bit, I, when people go, you've got to, I don't understand why, in this day and age where you've got to pick a team, you've mm. got to pick a team. The only time you pick a team is if you're a football fan and that's your team. It's like exactly. local team and your national team, done. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to like issues like politics or anything like that, social issues, to say you can, like you've got to pick one or the other. Look, there are many issues where I've, you've got to look at and go, some of what they say on that side Mm. right and some of what they say on this side is right uh, like look there is a whole lot of stupid <laughs> on the sides and like you've got to kind of negotiate your way to like go right bring some of the like good ideas the great ideas what live on both sides bring mm. them together see what little magic can happen from these ideas and yeah something better might come out of it so God, sorry. <laughs> oh no, no. Carry on, carry on. Uh, I was like, yeah, um, unfortunately, there are so many people who are just so wrapped up in themselves that they can't have the conversation with the other side. Mm. Yeah, like this. Well, it's a case of because if the whole team attitude exists when it mm. comes to social issues and every like in many different ways, it it's just come down to yeah my self-interest, my team, this is the only way it should be. And like the whole thing is you kind of look and go, okay, what is your, like, define your team. And you go, oh yeah, it's to make like, like a, like a former president used to say, make, like make America great again. It's a case of, okay, right. Make America great again. It's like that, it, to me, that is, foolishness anyone who goes make this great again make that great again no greatness is a, something you have to pursue 
on a day-to-day -day basis to help elevate and lift mm. yourself, your society, your country, your nation, however you want to define it, to a higher level. And if people don't actually see that, it's like, great. You got great. All you're doing is just putting whatever you think your interest is in a death spiral to like oblivion. It's because what you go, why? That's not true. Right. You, you take that hard line without any sort of me like means to compromise, to help move the conversation forward. All you find is you're just stuck. Mm. Nothing moves. And there's been, a, I would say the last sort of two decades globally, like for, well, let's say for the, develop, the developed world has not really sort of had any huge progress. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I agree. well, it's probably, um, materialistically, it's probably it's definitely had progress, but when it comes to socially and psychologically, I completely, I completely agree. If anything, we've either stayed the same or we are going but either or that or we're going backwards. I would say in like not to I would say there are some things there has been a little bit sort of more of a back movement. Mm. And like as I said, it ties into the whole like team or if you wanted to get more down to it, more tribalistic sort of mm. like sort of attitudes coming forward from many like from maybe in this country, many other countries around the world. And with that, you kind of like go, all the sort of bits of progress which have been made will sadly fall away. And, not, and I think that's really, really been highlighted with a lot of events that have happened over the, over the past year. Like so much has changed materialistically, but society has just gone backwards if that makes any sense whatsoever yeah so like with that like what would you say for, like you have observed as one of the sort of biggest mm. societal changes um what about okay the biggest societal change well materialistically i'd just say well more money's been put into cities for one well, more money's been put into cities for one thing and so society's physical and and materialistic development, yeah, I'd definitely say that we have progressed with that. But mm. when it comes to social issues and issues about race and issues about se and sexism, we've definitely gone backwards. Either we've gone or, or we've gone backwards. Either we like we've either gone backwards. Or because mm. of the systems you have in place now, like for example, social media, things have just been highlighted a lot more. Mm. And like, yeah, no, like this is the thing with regards to social media and the sort of power that wields, it's mm. like there's things where you can like, you know what I mean? Anyone can sort of build a following. Mm. Anyone can like help like be that movement at the beginning. like. The one has become incredibly powerful. Uh, with like before, the one needed the one to spark mm. an idea to spark a movement. Now the one can be. Whew, how can I say? <laughs> well, like they can stand with a huge blowhorn, get as much attention as they want, and then be posting out like 
information. Sometimes that information can be factual. Mm. Most times it's not factual, but I'll say a lot of the times because it's just down to the self-interest, mm. it can be harmful to any sort of like potential progress or any sort of potential like making things better on a day-to-day basis in a click of a finger. Like mm. kind of snap that away. So yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like that, it's a bit like the Thanos thing, isn't it? Just snapping it just goes away. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like the whole thing is with regards to and with regards to a lot of all of these social media platforms and everything like this, more people speaking out and everything like this on a day-to-day basis, I would say there's there was more progress made it like from the 40s <clears throat> up to the 90s than has ever gone on in the so-called like social media age, the digital age mm. at this present time with pro- like progress. Like they go, oh, like people might go, what about like gay rights and like marriage and everything like this? It's like, going, yeah, like you could get, you could get that and you can go, <laughs> like, yes, there is gay marriage and stuff like this. And I would say before gay marriage, I would say gay rights were on the sort of a move in the sort of a right direction. A lot of the work was put in like through the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s. And like, yeah, which combinated the whole, yes, gay marriage and more gay rights today. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. So that's your number one. Um, your number two, um, what's your number two, what's the number two thing that's catchy? Uh, like number two, communication, as we were yeah. speaking of. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it's just, I just find it really weird. Like, because I obviously I used to do this, meeting up with people, meeting up with people. Like, whether I go mm. to wherever you're based or you come like near to where I'm based. Yeah. It's just, it's really, I found it really, really odd in the beginning doing this over a, over a computer screen. Obviously, I'm kind of used to it now, but how have you found it? doing the interviews over Zoom. Like, this is the thing, like I, like when I first started this, like I, my first interviews were with people I knew and like, look, Mm. I got my lady, like had her here doing the interview and like, you're like going, great. I've got like a friend of mine, Lance, also here, one of my best boys, Jonah. And like, it was like, okay. So I have done, most probably the lion's share of all of my interviews uh, over Zooms. I'm mm. like, I'm very sort of comfortable with Zoom. But like, this is the thing. One, like, even though I've had, say, four interviews out of 120 odd, like, interviews, like, face to face, I know, I know there's a distinct difference between the Zoom and the face-to-face being in person. Because like the whole thing is, when you're in person, face-to-face, there's little cues you can pick up on. There's a little sort of like, yeah, that little bit more of a bonding moment. So you can be a little bit more more comfortable Mm. in each other's presence. They're like, which over Zoom, you kind of like, you can get that, but it takes a lot longer. And mm. trying to sort of like get this 
sort of get that sort of small nuances and everything like this to pick up on it, you kind of miss uh, maybe 10, 20%. It might be the secret sauce what makes a good conversation. I don't know. But like the whole thing is like if you've had one conversation with one person and you have another conversation and another conversation over Zoom, it can be a lot better. But it's a case of this is the second time we've spoken. Mm. Uh, like, and so it's a sort of going to be a different vibe, if you get what I mean. I know a little bit more about you. You know a little bit more about me. And like, you know what I mean? You kind of go, yeah, I get you to a certain level where that would have most probably happened a lot quicker if we met face to face. That's right. We'd have had like maybe the handshake. We'd have maybe had like a coffee or something like that between us. And we'd have been sat down and we'd be like, to put it crazy, we'd be able to smell each other without a minute. So, and, um, so. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Tiger. I, I didn't sign up for this time. <laughs> I can see your the <laughs> I like to meet people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I had to go. I had to, I had to go. But the thing is, it's, it is all part of like the human. It's all part of like the whole contact experience, isn't it? We can't pick up on the. We can we can see each other. We can see each other's facial expressions and stuff, but we can't pick up on like the proper senses. Like we yeah. like we were be able to in the we'll call it before times. And I think that's that's re and I think that's and I think that's just really, really been missed. How have you been able to how have you managed to get around that? Uh, get around the contact thing. Like the contact thing. Yeah. Like this, like with regards to like the contact thing, it comes like I'll say while we're in lockdown, like I'm like I'm in the fortunate position that me and my lady we live together. So it's a case of that is a little bit easier. So I can't really sort of like go, okay, how I would be if I was single in this, like in this world right now, just mm. like um that would most probably be a ooh, a totally different kettle of fish. Because mm. look, um like a, like one of my like one of my friends, his lady was out in Australia, like, like for the first lockdown, and they were like apart from that. And yeah, he had the company of his lady's cat, and it was like, yeah, that's <laughs> rough, man. That is rough. <laughs> yeah, and like, it were you can like definitely say it most probably was one way for him when his lady came back and was like, and it was a totally different way. Like, I'm just like, I can't sort of, as much as I would like to say, oh, I could see it like this, I, I would just, that's just me sort of speculating and I wouldn't be able to give a true, honest answer. Because look, when, like, I think when people are truly in it, I think a lot of people have discovered uh, a lot about themselves and like, yeah, what makes them tick. Uh, with regards to that and yeah they might be a little bit more closer to people or or different or alternatively they might be a little bit more distant I don't know it's just yeah I have been fortunate and I went like I'll like I thank my lucky stars yeah I do have my lady in my life 
and we do live together. And yeah, uh, <laughs> one of the things uh, like she was like complaining because of my work and I had to work sort of weird on like unsocial hours uh, mm. in my former job. She was like, I never get to see you. I never get to see you. I never get to see you. It's like, yeah. And she was getting, she was getting upset and a little bit pissed about it. And then, yeah, lockdown happened. It was like, I, I'm here. Get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> now it turned from, I never get to see you. Now, now I always see you. That's how. Yeah. That's that's that's. I'm, I'm guessing that's just like, yeah. That's wow. I'm trying to put together a sentence that. That was that was brilliant. That's absolutely fantastic. That's re- that was really really sweet that you're that you've got someone with you and you're able to kind of like bounce off each other, bounce off each other and stuff. Even if it does get a little bit like you know, say yeah. a little bit. Well, that's <laughs> well, that's life. In, that's life, isn't it? Um, so yeah. what about if, um, what about if, uh, what about yourself? Myself. Um, I'm living with my parents at the moment. Uh, I've been living with, with them since last July, since July 2019. So, um, mm. because I was saving money for Edinburgh. And then I was just thinking, okay, but after that, I just thought, I'm going to be, I want to save up money for a flat or, an, or to rent someone with friends or, or a or girlfriend or whatever. And mm. not yet, wishful thinking, single at the moment, just for an hour. Um, but you know, obviously, lockdown is obviously lockdown happened, and still there. And do you know what? It's it's great. I actually really enjoy it. It's been honestly the best thing for my mental health being in the fam- being in the family home. Like I, yeah, it's been a really positive experience for me. Now I know that it's not been the most positive experience for a lot of other people. Um, mm-hmm who are maybe in my situation who have had to shut up with parents and stuff. But for me, it's just been the best thing. And I think that's just because of the type of family that I grew up in. Mm. No, so, but like this, you've got that family bond there. That's yeah. what, like, your well, thing. Right? Well, that's the thing, like, dad works, um, dad works downstairs. Um, Mum, she, uh, she works as a, she works as a masseuse. So she's often out anyway. And, I'm often going to work or I'm in the bedroom. So I was like, it is basically like I'm flatmates. Mm. So it's, yeah, and it's fine and I buy my own food and it's, it's all good, living all right. Um, but I'm, again, I'm speaking, I've got a power by this, speaking from a privileged position, I can, and knowing a lot of people who are not in the same position, I'm completely empathised with those who are not in my situation, but Hey, what can I what can I do? What can I say to that? I'm I'm doing doing all right. That's what I, that's what I can say. <laughs> Your best life, the way, the best way you can at this present that's time. It. That's it. Yeah. Um, I actually been making a lot of like I'm actually making a lot of smart purchases as well, like weight sets just to make just to substitute for whenever until whenever gyms come back. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's been it's been all right. Um, What's your number three motivational thing? Number three, number three. Like, I would say number three. That is, I don't like, number three. I would say more of just keeping myself mentally active. Mm. Because I, I 
physically active, communication, and I would say with regards to keeping myself mentally active, like, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to shamelessly plug the podcast all the time, but um, with regards to the array of people I've had to meet, have to have conversations with, mm. um, I'm having, like, I'm engaging different parts of my mind I would not normally speak to. When mm. I've, like, when I spoke, like, had conversations with, like, some of my first podcasts, one guy who like this D and D, Dungeons and Dragons like, mm. like podcast and like everything like that, to like someone who's a spiritualist, uh, so and then basically like a CEO and like yeah, business enterprise. It's like yeah, I'm like it's also in my mind to be like okay, I've got to talk to people about this. I've got to have a conversation about this, and like yeah. I have to have some sort of research behind some of the things I'm talking about because, mm. yeah, I can sit here and go, so tell me your life story. And you're like, blah, 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 and you're like, all right, I will miss a number of things and little bits of nuances which live within that conversation. So that and, yeah, helping me pick up new skills with conversation. Mm. That's helped me, I would say, a lot over this sort of so what would be what skill have you found the most useful that you've had, that you've learned, that you've learned from having conversations with people from these people? Well, like this is the thing. Uh, like I worked in tele like tele sales, so basically doing delicate sales. And like I would say, one of the key skills you have to have is listening. Mm. But like I would say, with this, it's helped enhance that skill a lot more. And basically being able to like, yeah, listen and then like, yeah, add to that to maybe get a little bit more out of a conversation. So yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think that's something that's real that people seem to really misunderstand that that if if anything, listening during a conversation is if 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 not more important, just as important as the talking part. Because mm-hmm. without the listening part you can't really gain an understanding of where the other person's coming from. Yeah. Yeah, very true. And, like, this is the thing. What I, like, when you, like, one of the things what I often see when you have conversations with people you haven't met before, like, back in the day when we used to meet face-to-face, much of the time, like, some of those conversations of, I'm not really listening to you, but I'm looking for that opportunity to jump in with my opinion or what, or let me talk about myself, mm. just that opening. And when you just have that sort of conversation, you're kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, but wait, uh, you're just like, what about this part in your life in the conversation is like, and you got people it's like, yeah, drone on about that. So mm. it's like, yeah, very, it's like, listen, have a proper conversation. Don't be like, yeah, just jump in, you know? Or don't really guide the conversation in the way that you want it to go, if that makes sense. Like, don't, just let it flow, essentially. Let it evolve naturally. Exactly. That's the way, that's the way God intended it. Um, What about your number four? Number four, you know what? I don't really think, I would say I mostly got three after Number four, I'll say, you know what? 
maybe have an opportunity to like have the ability to laugh at something <laughs> down to like yeah sitting down having a chat with someone over like zoom like if they're not there with you if that's watching a tv show uh like if that's just you know what i mean listening to a like particularly witty book but mm. something what can make you laugh uh, yeah i'll be like fourth and sort of final thing without after you're kind of uh, your things seem a little bit harsher mm. in life that's right. What, kind, what audio book are you listening to right now? Pardon? Which audio book are you listening to right now? The, the last book I was listening to was Stephen Fry's Mythos. Oh, okay. about, uh, about the Greek art. Uh, yeah, all I've got to say is, like, <laughs> you, you, like, basically, like, you can't, you can't ever watch, like, a film like uh, Disney's Hercules ever again. <laughs> It was the same sort of like realm of innocence because, like, yeah, the Greek gods were just, oi, oi, like, how can I put it? Incest, adultery, hate, murder, revenge, like, and cruel and brutal punishment handed out on a like sort of day to day basis. Guys, you made it through part one, so why don't you click up? and go to part two for the rest of this conversation. See you there.